out your faggot opinion watching Jabba Jabba. <laughs> hey, what's going on? Hey, we're going to try something different here. We were trying to do a Facebook Live. On the podcast, uh, can you hear me okay, Elvis? Oh yeah, I can hear you. Okay, you are you me? good? Can you hear me, Elvis? Yeah. Okay. Let me. Um. All right, we can. Let's start what we're doing here. We're gonna try something different. I'm gonna try and go on Facebook Live while we're doing this podcast. All right. So we can. Uh, what's that? That sounds like a plan. That sounds right. like a plan. Do it. We can try something new, all right? We'll try and show these Absolutely. guys they can look at my goofy butt. And I'm going to try and answer as many questions as I can while we do this podcast. So start us off, Elvis, while I'm trying to get us connected here. Well, what we're talking about here tonight, obviously, this is Jabber Jabber. And uh, we see a broken covered a lot of pay-per-views. The newest okay. WWE pay-per-view on the block right now is WWE Stomping Grounds, and that's right. Sunday night, and that's what we're talking tonight is WWE Stomping Grounds. Yes, we are. Now, what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and make sure that we can pick up everybody just fine. And matter of fact, we got a couple people joining us on live. Hey, we're trying this all over again, guys. Hopefully everything's working. Um, I have Elvis on the line here. You might not be able to hear him very well, but uh, hey, I'm on Facebook Live, Elvis, and we'll see what happens from there. Jeff, give me a thumbs up. Jeff Sleeves has uh, joined us on Facebook Live, Elvis. Who's that? Jeff, can you hear me okay? Yep. No, not you, Elvis. I'm talking to Jeff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just want to make sure. And the thing is, I'm not sure if they can hear you or not, Elvis. We don't, I don't know. know, but thumbs up in the room or hearts in the room if you can hear me. Right. We got Elvis on the line, and I'm trying to get him as close as I can to hopefully you can hear him. Jeff, how's it going? Hey, it's going. All right. Can y'all hear me or not? Hearts in the room if you can hear me. I don't me. know. We only have Jeff in there. But then what we'll do is we're just going to roll with it and see what happens. Let's start with. Absolutely. Let's start with stomping grounds. Uh, I'll wait for Jeff to give me a thumbs up and tell me if it's going okay. I think it is. I'm not sure. Uh, let me let me type something. Well, I'll go. I'll go right to the beginning of the. Um, I'll I'll just do it with the beginning of the match card. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, first match on the line is the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. The new Daniel Bryan and the giant redwood Rowan versus heavy machinery. Yes. Now, now heavy machinery. I always um, the for, ball. For, for the ball. Me, I think that the heavy machinery is tag team. Um, I that they just handed Daniel Bryan and Rowan the titles. I mean, they did go against the Usos right. for that. But I don't I, – I think it was pretty much like a hand Daniel Bryan a title. He's the new Daniel Bryan. We've got to have Kofi win the title. So we're just <laughs> going to give him a consolation prize, and we're going to give him the tag team titles, and we're going to stick him with, with uh, Rowan. Right. Have now, let me finish the over here. I'm, I'm, no. I'm here, bud. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm here. I'm doing okay. the – I think we're getting some background noise from the fan. Hopefully that makes it better. Um, we still have Jeff Steves in the room. 
he hasn't given me the thumbs up, so I don't know if you can hear us. If you can hear us, give us a thumbs up or whatever. I got uh, Elvis on the line. We're recording our podcast, what is what we're doing right now. And uh, Elvis is on my phone on Anchor. I'll show you. See there? So, and uh, we're going to let you guys join us. All right? That's what I think. And you guys, even if they can't hear us, they can always come. Even if they can't hear me, they can always go back and listen on their podcasting app to the show in its entirety. And then they can hear everything. They can hear both sides of the conversation. Hey, we have a question already, Elvis. Uh, oh, okay. Could you guys hear Elvis? I don't know if you could hear Elvis or not, but uh, the question we had is from Michael Rodriguez. He says, do you think AEW will really take out WWE? That's a common question nowadays. Everybody is asking that question. I, that, that's a very good question, and I will emphatically state no. The AEW will not take out WWE. WWE has major stars. They, they're not being run right, right, but they do have major talent. People will pay very big money to see them still. Whether or not they're being used, people are still paying large amounts of cash to go see these guys live. Right. Um, they will, however, give them a serious, solid, good run for their money. Will it be quite as good as the Monday Night Wars? I personally do not believe so. No, I don't think so either. Uh, Jackson just joined us, by the way. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, he says, I can see you, brother. Nice to be back. Haven't watched you in a while. Yeah, thanks yeah. a lot. Uh, Jake Sparrow, I'm sorry. Um, I don't oh, know if I you guys can hear Jack Sparrow, that's a cool name. That's Jake. It's Jake Sparrow. Sorry. Jake Sparrow. Jack Sparrow's brother. That's so cool. Right, right. Well, what Elvis was saying was, he doesn't think it'll ever catch up, and it won't quite be the same. Uh, as the Monday Night Wars, or it might be a little bit better than that Monday Night Wars. I, I tend to think it's going to be bigger and better than the Monday Night Wars. Don't think it'll topple WWE. WWE's been around way too long, but I think it'll be more of a distraction than what the WCW was because right. these wrestlers are being treated better than they've ever been treated before. Um, Michael Rodriguez says, I think AEW is what WCW should have become. That is very true. The only problem that we have with that is the <laughs> talent on um, AEW isn't as well known as what WCW's talent was. That's the problem. Right, because we have. a lot of the, a lot of the, and that's a very valid point because a lot of the talent that is on AEW uh-huh. is very high-profile independent scene wrestlers. Right. If you're not in, if you're not in the independent scene, if you're only a WWE guy or a WCW guy then you're probably not going to know half of them. Exactly. Um, you have to be a New Japan, you have to be a hardcore, avid wrestling fan to know half of this roster. They get everybody from MLW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, IWGP. Um, you know, like, there, there's so many there's so many organizations. Right. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling, um, Ring of Honor, MLW, there's so many different, and, and some organizations that aren't even known because they're literally pulling these guys from the from the independent shows. Right. Hey, real quick, uh, Jake Sparrow asked another question, or, or made a comment. Uh, this is new to us. We're trying something new. Uh, can you guys hear Elvis? I know you can hear me, but can you hear Elvis? Um, what we're doing is we're recording our podcast right now, and uh, you'll we're going to read your questions. All that you're watching right now and hearing is going to be on our podcast. We're going to edit a little bit of it here and there because we got egg commercials and stuff like that. But everything we're doing right now is going to be on the podcast. 
Um, you, can you guys hear Elvis on the phone or no? Uh, if not, that's fine. Uh, I'll cover as much as I can. Michael Rodriguez says, very true on the talent. Yes, the talent is just, it's not bad talent. It's obscure. It's, it's not known. That's the problem. Yep. Uh, right. Money is on the line now. Uh, then there was back when AEW hits TV, it's going to be big. So he says, way more money is on the line. Oh, Jake, Jake Sparrow said there's more money on the line, as in, what do you mean by that, Jake? More money's on the line. Um, there's a lot of money going around back in those Monday Night Wars, buddy. I don't know. Um, well, there, Tony Khan does have some serious uh, – Tony Khan does have a lot more money, um, I believe, than Ted Turner. Um, Ted Turner was a corporate mogul. He was a big cable guy. He had a huge pocket in cable. And he made some serious cash with cable. But, I mean, as bad as the Jacksonville Jaguars suck, we have to sit here and say that this guy is a co-owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars NFL team. That's an NFL National Football League um, team that goes literally everywhere. That's global. Okay. Hey, um, uh, Elvis, I don't mean to interrupt again, but when we do this live, like I like this because we're interacting with the fans. And I got some stuff popping up on the screen here. I wanted to get it along. Uh, oh, absolutely. Michael Rodriguez and Jake Sparrow are here with us. Uh, Michael Rodriguez says he can hear Elvis fine. So this is going to be great. Great. Be excellent. Video, and you're going to see behind the scenes. We're probably going to mess up here and there. Hey, <coughs> look, look oh, over here. My daughter did that. That jabber jabber sign right there. Isn't that awesome? That sign is very, very cool. And hey, don't send nothing to that P.O. box. I'm not even sure that's our P.O. box. And here's what we got from Jake. Jake says, Vince, we'll step the game up. When they come uh, come to TV, so there's no way AEW will shut them down. But it will be great to watch both sides. Very good comment. Uh, I, I agree with that. I think AEW is simply like an outlet for the fans who are tired of seeing the same crap. Right. WWE. Fans are just outright outraged because you get the same crap. You've got, you've got the same people being pushed. Vince comes out with this wild card rule, which basically takes the same people that are big on Raw and pushes them to SmackDown and vice versa. Right. It's the same hey. people. Now, the, the thing is, I, I think the talent argument we've been talking about is a very valid uh, argument because I think a lot of people watch wrestling now for the character. They don't watch right. for the, the uh, wrestling part of it. I think a lot of them watch it for... The character, the, 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 the personality. and Now, see, I'm a big personality guy. I'll go with that because I'm a very big personality guy. Right. I don't choose a wrestler based If somebody entertains me, this is sports entertainment. And right. if somebody entertains me, if I feel like they're giving me my money's worth, I'm going to cheer for them. Now, when right. I say entertain me, you have to not only be able to wrestle, but you also have to be able to perform. And right. when I say perform, I'm talking about guys like the Right. As they're acting, they still come out and they're very entertaining. Um, the I'm, Kevin I'm, Owens. How did that? Kevin how, Owens is one of the most hated guys in the WWE. Everybody hates him. Everybody wants to punch him in the face. How did storylines go, Elvis? On AEW, were they as intense? Were they funny? How are the storylines on AEW compared to WWE? They're really. How are the storylines on AEW compared to WWE? Yeah, because AEW doesn't really have anything established yet. They they don't they don't have anything um, established. But it was announced today. I will tell you this. It was in case you didn't know, 
It was announced today because Tony Khan did an interview with Stone Cold Steve Austin on the Stone Cold Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he has officially already announced that on top of the singles titles, they will be focusing on the tag team division. And there already will be, he has already confirmed that there will be a women's tag division in AEW. Uh, yeah. Hey, we got a, uh, a comment from Jake that we'll get to in just a second, Jake. Um, want to touch on that. Um, I don't think the women's division in AEW is going to even touch what WWE has. WWE has blew that women's division up, and there's not going to be many known uh, women on that roster. Now, I seem to think that AEW, um, was it a spot test? Because I didn't watch it. I'm not going to lie about it. I did not watch AEW. Was it a spot test, or did they, they put storyline wrestling? Did they tell a story in the ring, or was it just high-flying? Uh, you know? Honestly, um, I watched the um, – I've seen I've seen every pay-per-view that AEW's produced, and they've all been phenomenal. They've all been well worth the money. Um, the best match that I've seen storytelling in was literally the Cody Rhodes versus match. Now, how impressive was that? Down, Hands down, the best match I've ever seen. This was two brothers going at it for the like both for their father, like both honoring their father one hundred and ten percent. So, yeah, and it's been a long time since. And Cody Dustin- actually used the line. Cody actually used the line that Dustin that Dusty used to Dustin many years ago when he said, "Well." It a little bit, but he basically said, "I'm not looking for a partner. I'm not looking for a friend." He right. said, "I need my, I need my brother." Right, right, and there was, and there was hugs and everything at the end. I saw that. And there was hugs and everything oh. at the end. Um, just uh, We got a couple. Uh, Jake comes in with, uh, they have learned more where WCW messed up, and they'll do it right, unlike Ted Turner. Now you're right about that. What WCW and Ted Turner did. Was they just threw their money around? Here, take this. Right. Here, take that money, and brought in as much of the talent from WWF as they could to draw people away. Now, with the new talent, unknown talent on AEW, that could be an advantage. These people might want to see new people. Uh, right. The then Michael commented they don't have storylines yet. They're building them because I, I think the Hangman Page and uh, Jericho thing is building up, right? Right. Um. Yes, the Hangman Page, uh, Chris Jericho thing. And it's also been announced that at the um, at the pay per view in Chicago, um, John Moxley will go one on one with um, Kenny Omega. Right, that's going to be phenomenal too. Now, uh, real quick, Michael Rodriguez says Cody and Dawson were one hell of a match. I heard that. I, I need to go watch it. I'm really sorry I didn't see it. Um, yeah, John Moxley, I think. John Moxley has made the biggest impact as far as moving no no impact whatever uh, has made the biggest impact as far as switching people from WWE to AEW. I think more people are tuning into AEW for John Moxley than they are for Chris oh absolutely Jim. absolutely John Moxley made his mark in AEW, and I'll tell you right now that the moment the moment that he came out. Uh-huh. He, he he did a shield entrance through the crowd, right. came out, came down the stairs, through the crowd, complete shield entrance, and chills because <laughs> not only was the pop 
from the crowd so right. large. But you literally had Jim Ross, of all people, going <laughs> full-blown Attitude Era. Right, right. Shelly Bentole has joined us. Shelly, hey. what's going on, you dirty girl? Uh, what we're doing, Shelly, is we're recording behind the scenes. We're recording our podcast right now, but I'm putting it on Facebook Live from my perspective, which is kind of a different thing. Um, Elvis, what are our commercial intervals on the, on the uh, podcast? Um, I believe they're 15 minutes. Every 15 minutes? Yeah. All right. Well, here's where we take a break. We're going to still be here. We're still going to be talking to you. We're going to cut the podcast out. Uh, we're not going to hang up enough now. It's not wrong. I kind of it later, right? Right. And first win. And so right. when you hear the podcast, it's going to be a little bit different than what you hear now. But all you people will be mentioned. And boy, Michael Rodriguez and Jake Spear are really lighting up the message board here. And I love it. I love this interaction. All right. So let me, let, let, we'll take a quick pause, a quick, yep. um, give me like four seconds and then okay. a second four pause. second silence. And then I'll go in and edit it, and then we'll throw a commercial in there, and then we'll come right back. All right. Sounds good. All right. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jobber Jabber. Bye. Y'all ready for NXT? NXT, give my NXT. Damn, man, my damn NXT notes are stuck up on the goddamn. I knew I forgot something. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ah, sorry, y'all, man. I didn't oh, make sure everything all right on the screen. Oh, yep. It all looked good. Yep. Oh, shit! Oh. And stay out! Damn, damn, you I thought you liked the shackle! Damn, now what's you gonna do? Live here on Jabber Jabber. We're in the studios. Two Tooth and Elvis here. Two Tooth is Facebook living it right now for your pleasure. And I am sitting across from him. No, I'm not. 600 miles away. I'm sitting across from him. That's the amazing thing of the internet nowadays. Elvis is in New York. I'm in Michigan. We're doing a podcast and we're doing Facebook Live at the same time. The good thing is we did the Facebook Live from my side because they do not want to see it from their side. Talent. Anyway. Right. Hey. Shelly says, hey there, Michael Rodriguez buzzed in with, the only thing I didn't like about the Mox Dances was it was a copy of Scott Hall WCW debut. I don't know about that. I didn't see it, but how about you? Wait, what that? was that? Uh, the only thing I didn't like about Mox Dances was it was a copy of Scott Hall WCW debut. I don't remember his debut. I, I don't remember. Um, I'm trying to think. I thought they just came out and like I'm trying to think of his his debut. Did they? I don't know. I don't think he came. Did he come through the crowd? I don't know. But but, but well, let's move on here because we got more coming up about that. Uh, Jake Sparrow says Moxley is going to be huge. There. Yes, I think Moxley is the biggest thing that's going to pull people over because uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Jericho, Jericho was huge, but Jericho has Jerichoholic. Moxley has wrestling fans. You hey, know what I'm saying? There's more wrestling than there's Derek Holly. So uh, let's just take a, let's just take one second here, right? And thank Chris Jericho for AEW. Right, <laughs> right. I I just had to throw that in there. It's something Chris always says. He's always on Twitter blasting about how thank you and you know you're you're welcome and 
saying he's the reason for AEW. Yeah, yeah. So we, we want to thank you, Chris, for AEW. Guess, You're the GOAT. Guess who just joined us, Never. Who's that? Superfan Lee Vance. Lee Vance. Lee Vance in the house. Hey, Lee, what we're doing, buddy, is we're recording our podcast on Facebook Live. We're recording the podcast on Anchor, but we're recording behind the scenes on Facebook Live just to get a different perspective and to interact with the fans, man. It's great. I love it. Absolutely. I, I, I love it better. Yeah. I think this is way better because it gives us way more interaction with yeah. fans. We started out talking about stomping grounds, but we've kind of reverted to hey, AEW. Whatever so. it turns out to be, it's a wrestling podcast. We don't care. But you know what? We don't even we don't even care because we can we can dabble in some of the matches. We can mention the matches. We don't have to go in depth on the matches. I like the interaction with the fans way better. Um, you know, let, let's just let, let's mention a match, um, tag team, and see what people's thoughts are. The tag team match. It's the new Daniel Bryan, the Redwood Eric Rowan against Heavy Machinery. There you go. What do you guys yep. think? What are what are your thoughts your on thoughts this on match? that tag team match that I was just mentioned? And while you're typing in your response, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we have Mark Jewett has joined us. Hey, Mark Jewett. Uh, boy, good Mark. stuff right here. He says, "Hey, appreciate it, Mark. Tell everybody." Yeah, absolutely. Um, Tell your friends hey, if this works out. We'll keep doing that. We're recording our podcast. You can go listen to this podcast on Anchor, iTunes. I don't know wherever there's podcasts. Christ, we're on every one of them I know of. Uh, Oh, absolutely. Shelly and me are flirting already back to old times when we did the WFW. Um, yeah, he says, guys, very cool. Yeah, we did check something different, man. Facebook Live behind the scenes doing our podcast. Uh, Jake Sparrow, Rocky versus Jericho is going to be the best storyline since Rock and Austin. Elvis, you there? Elvis. Yeah, I, I just, um, I actually. My speaker on my um, phone, like, cut out on me, so I had to, like, hold it up to my ear. Okay. What I just did is I switched on my Bluetooth headphones, okay. and now I can actually hear the conversation a lot better. Okay. All right. Well, here's what we got. Uh, Moxley versus Jericho is going to be the best storyline since Brock and Austin. I can see that. Uh, I don't know if it'll be as huge right away, because they're going to have to build up uh, to that. But they uh, have to build up to that. Michael Rodriguez answered our question about the tag team match. He says he's not feeling heavy machinery. And I get that. I, I don't see heavy machinery being tag team champions yet. Uh, I, mean, I mean, honestly, like, who else, who else is in the division besides, like, the Usos that, that really stand out on SmackDown because they got rid of a lot of tag teams. Oh, yeah. Who were dominating tag teams. It's WWE right now, their, their tag team division is horrible. And boy, we're loading up here. I love it. Um, I mean, God. I mean, AOP's AOP's missing in action. Um, uh, sanity, sanity is gone. Uh, well, um, God, I can't even see they've been gone so long. I can't even think of their names. The club, the Bullet Club guys, uh, Anderson. And, oh yeah, Anderson and Gallows, the Good Brothers. Yep. Um, Lee says, "Stopping grounds will be trash. Throw away pay per view." I am looking forward to the most. I don't know. Lee's drunk. He's typing crap. Here. Come on, snap out of it, buddy. Oh, <laughs> Samoa Joe versus King Rick. Even Roman and Drew, and I loathe Roman. But, hey, Lee, we know that this is a biased question. Because if you want, want to know something about Lee, little secret, he runs a site called AEW Insider. Go check it out, man. AEW Insider's got good stuff on it, man. 
he does the same stuff we do, but he focuses a little more on AEW. Good stuff. That's right. Um, Michael Rodriguez says, I didn't see it. Oh, I don't see it either. Okay, I got you. So they're not, they're not seeing the... Um, uh, so we're not feeling the tag team match. Yeah, they're not liking heavy machinery. So it's looking like uh, mm-hmm. the Yes Movement's going to keep rolling, buddy. The Yes Movement's rolling. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see if venues. He says, "I am playing K11 and typing." All right. Well, like I said, what's MK11? Whoa, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Man. Now, on the flip side of things, on the raw side of things, you have the Revival and the Usos. Revival versus the Usos. This could be interesting because the Usos could become champions at any moment. They have that clout like Roman Reigns where they can win at any time. Uh, the Revival. Oh, yeah. They're, they're connected. The Revival was champions, then got buried. Uh, I think the Revival, they've been wanting out of WWE, but that's what rumors say. So, I'm thinking they're going to pat their backs a little and, and stuff their pockets and give uh, the Revival the titles. I really do. Yeah, because, well, I'm, I mean, the Revival is, well, the Revival has the titles. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They're going to retain the titles. I'm sorry. The Revival, they're, yeah. They're going to keep the push um, because the Usos can come in and win it at any time. And, and they don't need anything to earn that title. It was like we said right. uh, with uh, uh, Brock Lesnar getting that money in the bank. That was the dumbest thing ever because Brock Lesnar can get a title match anytime he wants because he's uh, Vince McMahon's little love toy or whatever the hell you want to call him. Uh, oh, yeah, he's definitely Vince McMahon's joy joy toy. Yeah, I, I bet everybody that's in now on Facebook Live will tell us that they don't like Brock Lesnar. Uh, Lee Benz gave us a thank you for the shout out about AEW Insider. We have a question from Michael Rodriguez. Do you think the Usos are a underrated tag team? No, I don't. They have their clout. No, they're not underrated at all. Uh, no, not at all. They they have established themselves. Yeah. They come from a long lineage of family heritage of Samoan heritage. Um, Yokozuna, The Rock. Right. I mean, they they are definitely not, not not even close to being that. They are definitely established, and they have proven themselves as. And I honestly believe that since they've come out with the day one ish, mm-hmm. was when they finally broke the mold and they and they came out as a tag team. They established themselves as a tag team because personally, I didn't even watch them up until they broke out with the new characters. When they finally broke right. that character out right. i was like this is this, this is them establishing themselves as a dominant tag now team. look at the character change you talked about there uh michael rodriguez says do you think you oh we just talked about that i'm sorry um you said the character change you so took off that paint and went to the, that look think about the rock remember how the rock was when he was in uh dominate uh domination thing or whatever he, yeah once he dropped that and became the rock with the black things and the brown bull he took off that character change. Yeah, because he, he got noticed. He got noticed with the Nation of Domination. Right. But once he dropped the Nation of Domination, he, his his whole career skyrocketed. Absolutely. Um, Michael Rodriguez says the Brock thing was dumb, but I popped when it happened. I honestly, when it happened, I turned off my TV. I was yeah 
Now, the reason I was pissed is, one, Brock Lesnar was taking it. Two, Ali stood on the top of that ladder holding that briefcase for how long? He could have very easily taken that down in that whole time we were waiting for Brock to come down. Okay? That's my look on that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was the dumbest It was the dumbest thing ever, and they only gave it to him because they wanted to – they want like, he's Vince's boy. Yeah. It's and been- second to none, this is the stupidest thing. And Roman himself is is another one of Vince's right, boys. Right. I, mean, I think Roman. I'm, I'm starting. I'm starting to get onto the Roman thing. Uh-huh. But like, I'm. I really am. I'm starting to notice Roman a lot more, and he's becoming just a little bit better than each time. Mm-hmm. But he is still definitely a Vince McMahon boy because he is literally still getting the spotlight. Right. But, you know, they chopped him down a bit. Now, hey, one thing I wanted to mention. Remember we had all that discussion about Roman, and Jake and uh, Mark, we will get to your comments and questions in just a minute. Um, <coughs> oh, I'm sorry. Where, was I? Where were we at? Oh, I was talking about um, – what was I talking about? I, was, I lost track. I was answering your questions there. Oh, uh, Roman and, and the cancer thing. The rumor has it that that cancer thing wasn't work. It really – I don't think he really had the cancer. Right, yep. that, that cancer, that cancer thing was so quick that they literally, and they literally pushed it because while he was out with cancer, he was making movies, he was doing TV shows, he was making appearances at public events. Yeah, he came back after. Yeah, it was like oh, give him, maybe give him sympathy. He just came back from cancer. But anyway, so we might have been right about that the whole time. But look at and it's then, and nobody even and then the whole time he was gone, they continued to talk about it every single week, every single show. And mm-hmm. then when he did came, when he did come back, right? They still talked about it for weeks afterwards. But hey, you know what? The good thing is though, he's taking some losses. I like that. Hey, I got to catch up on uh, Facebook Live here. Uh, Josh Griffin is joining. Hey, what's going on, Josh? That is my brother-in-law, by the way. How you doing, buddy? Anyway, Mark Jewett says. Shane getting a push is a slap in the face to the roster. WWE title on Shane. Too many guys better than him, more deserving. I will agree with that 100%. In reality, a guy Shane's age, size, he, he uh, I don't know why they think that putting it on Shane is going to make a pop. I really don't see the purpose in that because Shane's not somebody that's going to be around for a while. You know why Shane's going to get the title? Why? Because he's a McMahon. Well, yeah, but I what I'm what I'm questioning is what's going to be what's going to make it uh, what's going to make it better for WWE by giving it to him? Maybe to change okay. him. You know what I mean? I mean, because they don't want maybe they don't want um, uh, Seth Rollins to lose it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, they don't want somebody else to beat Seth Rollins. So if Shane takes it from Seth Rollins, then retires, and, you know, Jake or Seth can come back. But whatever, I got to – let me catch up on the next one here. Um, Jake says, I agree with Mark. I think Shane would be good at putting a new champ over, but don't put the ball down. Right, that's kind of what I was getting at, Jake, is use him to put him over because instead of lowering – because he would be taking it from Seth, correct? Right, Elvis? 
Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think Shane. I think Shane taking it is just stupid. It, it doesn't do anything for the fan base. It doesn't do anything for ratings. It doesn't do anything for the WWE. I mean, there's just no rhyme or reason right. behind it. But we all know the McMahons. They're just stupid. They're crazy. They're they're off the wall, and I I think that it's just. I mean, it's it's just hell. It's going to be hell. And this just goes to show you because we all know who's taking over the company, who's really taking over the company, and it's not Triple H. People keep saying, well, I can't wait for Triple H to take over the company. Triple H, in all honesty, behind the scenes, is not taking over WWE. Right. He is – Shane is going to be the new Vince. Right. But, but However – However, Triple H has it established with Shane that once Vince goes, <laughs> he has full creative control. Right. But they, I think Shane and Triple H are buddy-buddy, though. I think that's going to be a, a, a little connection there. I, maybe. Uh, I think so, too. I think it's just a matter of time before Vince finally goes and just that they say, okay, let's do this for real now. Let's, let's make this a legitimate company. Oh, listen, listen, I got it. What's going to happen is Stephanie and Triple H are going to get divorced. Triple H and Shane are going to get married. And they'll the company <laughs> together as the new McMahons. Anyway, no, I'm... The solid world, man. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I don't even want to think of that. Anyway, Jake Sparrow, I agree with Mark. I think, oh, you got yeah. that. Josh Griffin joined. Thanks, Josh. Mark Jewett. Uh, cancer was a work to get him on Hobbs and Shaw, the movie with Rock. I don't even know anything about that. I, I just, if, if it's a work, I really think they could have done it in a better tasteful manner than using cancer as a uh, excuse. But hey. Yeah, it's oh, just terrible. If, if, if it was a work, that's, that's a terrible play. Oh, absolutely terrible. But you know what? It blew over, dude. And you know, we talked about this. I said, even if it is, people will be, oh, that was, that was horrible. But it'll blow over. And nobody's going to notice because it's WWE and Vince McMahon. Hey, we're at that 30-minute mark. Let's take a short break here. We're going to plug in another commercial. Give us five minutes of silence. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jobber Jabber. Hey, this is Road Warrior Animal, and you're watching Jobber Jabber. Oh, what a rush. Hey, Jobber Jabber. And we're back live here on Jobber Jabber. Two Tooth and Elvis. Facebooking it live while we are podcasting, baby. Because hey, I got a quick question. Now here's an interesting match. I got a question for everybody. Okay, go ahead. For that here on uh, Facebook Live, um, you're listening to it now. You're hearing what's going on. By seeing it here on Facebook Live, would it interest you in going to listen to the podcast on a podcast app? I'm just curious. Not I'm not trying to push it or nothing. Um, we enjoy having you here. This is great, actually. I like this setup, and we might try this more often. This is kind of cool. Um, but, yeah, let me know if, if this is going to push you to maybe go listen to the podcast and see the difference between what you saw here and what you hear on a podcast. Uh, just, just give me an insight, because uh, that's, that's the reason we're doing this, is to get a different perspective of uh, a podcast. Absolutely. So, uh, Shane and Hunter have hated each other for years. That comes from Superfan Lee. Superfan Lee. <laughs> Lee Benson's. Now, here's an interesting match. Hey. Now, now, here's the next match, and this is an interesting match because this is one I'm kind of excited about because of the people involved. Right. But at the same time, 
Um, it is the WWE. It's Andrade uh-huh. versus Finn Balor. Okay. Hey, but before we talk about the match, when Andre, uh, when Almas and uh, Charlotte Flair get married, I bet you Almas is going to have to take Flair's last name. Woo! Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> or it'd be Andre Cien Flair or whatever the hell. Well, yeah, he is. I was going to say, he is with Flair now. <laughs> and, of course, um, Zelina Vega with Aleister Black. Yeah. Hey, one thing, man. If you have a WWE network, go on there and watch something from Charlotte Flair. That is an ugly woman without makeup. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, she, <laughs> she also says uh might be different because of ratings, etc. Yeah, you're right, Lee. And I wanted to comment. Uh, we have almost 9,000 fans on our Facebook page, and Lee was probably one of the very first ones, very close to the very first one. He's been here ever since. He's moved on. He does the AEW Insider. Great show. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, that's the name of the AEW Insider. He's on YouTube and Facebook. Um, now, ratings, you know, I think once the TV ratings come out and AEW gets on TV, I think that's when we're going to start seeing things shift and change and, and where Vince is going to start making his move. Everybody knows that what she or what Vince says goes. Whether you like it or not, it's going to happen. So, oh, yeah, you don't cross the boss. That's right. And the, the only thing that he doesn't really have a hand in is, is uh, NXT. And guess what? NXT is probably, in my opinion, the best thing out there out of everything. You know, I mean, nothing. Oh, absolutely. Hands down. Hands down better than the main roster. <laughs> And, and, and there is a lot of guys on NXT that are completely better than the main uh, roster. Was, I'm going to read you the next comment. You tell me who wrote it. She has a scrotum. She has a scrotum? Yeah, we were talking about Charlotte Flair. Tell me who, who, which one of our favorite. Oh, is that Lee Brooks? Lee. Come on. You know Lee doesn't like Charlotte. I know. That's why I said. Is that Lee Brooks? Oh, is that, okay. Okay. Uh, Lisa Slam, Brandon Holcomb. Brandon Holcomb has been with us for quite a long time, too. Um, Lisa, you guys rock. Lee, we've known that for years. No, I'm kidding. Thanks, Lee. Like I said, Lee rocks, too, man. Hey, little known secret. Lee was almost part of Jabber Jabber at one point. But So do you think Finn, is Finn coming out as regular Finn this time, or is he coming back out with Demon? Well, I'll tell you what. That'll determine if he wins or not. If he comes out as Finn Balor, he's going to lose. If he comes out as Demon, he's going to win. I think he'll come out as regular Finn. You think so? Because I don't think that I don't think the rivalry's hot enough for him to come out as the Demon. Right, right. I think somebody has to provoke him. Speaking of provoking, how does Alistair Black not have a fight? This man is literally begging people down live to take a fight with him. Hey. And they're not giving him I a know. And, Hey, Lee just said enough plugs, bro, but thank you. Hey, Lee, we're going to plug it all you all we can, man. Hey, by the way, did you, don't forget to check out the AEW Insider. <laughs> it's a great show hosted by Lee Bench, and he is fucking awesome. Facebook might have a tag. Hey, if you go over to AEW and listen to that, you're going to see Jabber Jabber all over it. We, we, hey, we interact with each other. We have a good time. Um, Hewitt says her Goldberg was going to take title from Kobe, but with follow, um, sorry, I'm having a hard time seeing this here. Goldberg ain't taking the title off of nobody. He's, not, he's too busy knocking himself out. 
but it says may have switched to Shane, then dropping to Roman at SummerSlam. Eh, hey, Mark, that's, that's a good possibility. One thing I don't like to do, and, and I always don't like to, we don't like to go by rumors and crap like that. We like to go by facts or our, our opinions anyway. Um, if that's your opinion or did you hear that somewhere, I don't know. Uh, it's very possible. The thing that we've learned through the years, being a wrestling fan, anything can happen. I almost said the F word, but I forgot I was on Facebook Live. So I don't think we can. I, I actually I forgot I was on Facebook Live for a second and did say the F word. I know. It, cause, hey, when we're not on Facebook Live, our podcast is open for everything. Um, let's see here. I agree it, w- it will be Finn. So Lee thinks he's going to come out as Finn. So does that mean he's going to lose the match or win the match? I think I think he'll. Uh, well, it is for the Intercontinental Title, and I think it would be a. I, I think it would be a really good time. I don't know though, because is it time for Andrade to win the Intercontinental Championship? Because Fox, with the move of Fox in October, they might want to wait to give Andrade his first title push for when they move to Fox, because Fox really wants Andrade. Well. They were adamant about getting Andrade back from Raw because they wanted him on SmackDown specifically because they wanted to add more Latin flavor to the show. Oh, okay. Hey, you know, let me make a comment. You said something about the TV thing. This is really cool because I just thought about that. Everybody's saying, why is WWE so dry and and, uh, they're holding back? They got competition now. Why aren't they stepping up? I would not be surprised. AEW is going to be coming out with their TV uh, thing here shortly, and I bet you they're saving it for that moment. They're not. They don't want to blow all surprises now. When AEW gets on TV, then Vince is gonna. That's when Vince is gonna be Vince. Then you're gonna see some SHIT happen. I think I can say shit on Facebook Live. So that, that's what I can. Uh-huh. because of the fact that I can get behind theory because of the simple fact that Vince does not. He doesn't have enough serious competition. He has the pay-per-views with AEW, but he doesn't have a regular weekly show to compete with. So I I can get very much behind that theory that Vince could possibly be waiting until October, until the show actually starts, before he starts competing. Hey, in all reality, the pay-per-views are nice. They bring in money. But when it boils down to it, man, those TV ratings are what matters, man. That's where... where, Absolutely. that's where the stuff comes from, man. That, that's free viewing. You don't have to pay to watch that. So, um, uh, they Alistair will fight Orton first. Uh, that's possible too. Um, Michael, skipping. I'm skipping over the next match because the next match is the New Day, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I mean, you don't really have to talk about it. Sami Zayn is still as all hell. I hate Sami Zayn. He's the worst heel. He he's like Kevin Owens little brother, like his annoying little brother that just won't go away, that mom says that you have to take him yep. to the movie. Hey, and you know what? Hey, Jake um, Sparrow, I apologize, because Jake Sparrow said that earlier. He made that comment that Vince will step up his game when they hit TV. And he, Jake, you're ahead of us, but I appreciate it. Good job. You're absolutely right. You're you're ahead of our game, dude. We need, hey, we might need Jake here on Jabber Jabber, dude. Uh, yeah, that was absolutely. good. Absolutely. Uh, Michael says, I got All to right. go to work, uh, love you, uh, love, I'm sorry, I got to go, love your, got, love your guys, work, keep it up. Boy, my glasses, I got to do something about these things. 
Appreciate that. Thank you Mark so much for that. Compliment. We work hard uh, for the money. Mark says that was an opinion that we had. So hard for the money. So you that's better right. treat us right. Chris Farrell said, that's what I was saying. Okay, yeah. Yeah, man. I got to give it to him. Dude. I, he did. He came up with that a long time ago. Uh, Fox West Roman as WWE champ to get rating. I'm not so sure that Fox has much of a say in any of that. You know, they do. They, they, are, they are putting out some serious cash for the WWE. They want what they want, and they're telling Vince. That's why Vince um, brought Andrade back, and, and um, who else? It was somebody else that he brought back. I think it was, was it Alistair Black. I don't remember. I know Andrade was one of the deals that they had, the deal breakers. They brought two people back from Raw specifically because they wanted um, – they did not want them to go to Raw, and they told them specifically, we want them on SmackDown, and it sent them right back to SmackDown within one week's time. Right, right. One of them. Right. Well, see, I, you know, I don't think um, – Do they have complete say over it? I don't exactly. think so. But they do have some serious say. I don't think say. Fox can go to Vince and say, yeah, we want Roman no matter – Vince is going to do Vince. That's, that's, oh, yeah. That. yeah Vince is, and that's the bottom line, because Vince McMahon, Uh Vince is who's Lisa. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon. There you go. It is Andre's time, Lisa. Uh, United States Championship, Samoa Joe Ricochet. Is this even a match? I don't know. Let me uh, let me wait. Uh, Jake says I'll come on anytime, brother. Jake, let me tell you one thing before we move on to the next match. Uh, download Anchor because on Anchor you can join us on the podcast. Oh, absolutely. And, and we have uh, audio questions that people can send in. Is that, isn't that right? I think there is. Yes, there is audio questions, and you can actually leave a voicemail on the Anchor app um, with a question or whatever. Um, for or join. Yeah. Hey, we're open for that. Uh, Jake, Absolutely. yeah. Um, Nick Hayes says Seth will still be champ. And Elvis, go ahead and tell him the next match. I got to get up and turn my fan on. It is hot as shit in here. Go ahead, Elvis. All right, so the next match is the United States Champion Joe versus Ricochet. Now, I'm very, 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 very happy that Ricochet won this match Monday night. I was very excited when Braun started dominating the whole scene. And I'm like, huh? It's Braun's time. They're going to give him a title. And then Bobby Lashley came back. And then um, he, he, just got, he, he just got beat up. And I'm like, ah, oh, there goes Braun Strowman. And I knew it. And then Ricochet hit him. But I'm very excited for Ricochet. I, I, I think he's a great talent. It's, it's a fresh face. And I just love the fact that um, they pushed him for this title shot. Right, but you know, the thing is, what do we say about pay-per-views? The guys leading up to the pay-per-view that win on Raw and SmackDown are the ones that usually lose on a pay-per-view. Oh yeah, I don't think I don't think that uh, Ricochet is going to come right out the gate and win the U.S. title. Man, dude, my Joe oh, Joe a hell of a match, but I don't think he's going to win the U.S. title right out the gate. I I think Samoa is in his push right now. Samoa is going to have that title for quite some time. Oh yeah, he's he's in his comfort zone. This is the title that was made for Samoa Joe. Well, however, speaking of he, titles, why do the WWE titles look so cheap and plastic nowadays? I don't know. They do though. I don't like that blue and red shit. 
at all. It looks so stupid. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, let me see if I can focus my eyes in here now. All right. We're, hey, before we do this again, we're going to fine-tune things so you won't have to glare in my glasses. Maybe you'll be able to hear Elvis better. We'll, we'll fine-tune things, but I kind of like what's going on here. I don't think anybody else I know of records their podcast and Facebook Live at the same time. Um, Nick Hayes has joined us and says, Seth was an example where he did that. Lee says, I think Joe and King Rick can steal the show. Yeah. I think so, too. I, I agree. I tell you what. I, I like Joe's I like Joe's style of wrestling and I absolutely love Ricochet and I think that this is gonna be the match of the night, if anything. Right. Hey speaking of uh we were talking about uh NXT. I wanted to bring up the War Raiders last match in NXT. How about that big chunky fuck or part sorry I'm not thinking like jumping off that top rope on that last NXT. Oh yeah. Wasn't that something? Anyway, sorry to try to break off there. Um, oh, you're good. Hanson, Hanson's a beast. When he he can he can move for a guy his size. Mm-hmm. He is an absolute dominant beast in that ring. Right. Hey, you know, we did this podcast to cover uh, uh, stomping grounds. We kind of straight off into other things, and uh, but you know, yeah, but we're hitting it. I like this. We may not cover every match, but we can do that after the pay per view. We uh, don't. Nick Hayes again says. Uh, it will be a good match, but I feel like Seth will win the match. Uh, Jake, I dig it, man. I have plenty of good ideas for a podcast stuff. Just reach out if y'all ever want me on. We love hey. having guests on the podcast. Hey, what else did we set up today, Elvis? I have connections here, and I don't want to say connections. Um, Steve Lombardi, the virtual blogger, has a school here where I live. And um, I know some of the local talent, and we're going to try and do a, I don't know what we should call it, but maybe we'll put a poll up to see what we should call it, Indie Spotlight, Indie Showcase. We're going to showcase an indie wrestler that you guys have probably never heard of. We're going to give you their profile, tell you what they've done in their career, show you a few pictures of them, and uh, maybe get them out there for you and, and see what's uh, happening. And our first guest has been confirmed. They, they're not actually going to be a guest. We're just going to... Uh, Use them as our show. Uh, El Ridiculoso, anyway. He is right now the champion in UCW. Uh, great guy. Uh, great name. El Ridiculoso is hey, great. And once you hear him, you're going to know about Opportunity. Check it out on YouTube. We already did a promo with the guy. He's a good good, good dude. I like that promo. He's a good dude. So anyway, we're going to do indie showcase once in a while. Try and do it once a week. Um, anyway. And let me catch up on these questions here on Facebook, and then we'll go back to you. Uh, Lee says, so glad the Street Profits won. You know, I'm not a big Street, street Profits fan for some reason. I don't like I like the Street Profits. I, you know what? They remind, they remind me of that other tag team that was in WWE. Oh, what were those two guys called? Uh, oh, um, Shad and um, JT. Um, money, money. Yeah, yeah. Money, money. Yeah, yeah. See, and it's not just exactly who you're talking about, too. Because they're black also. No, it's because of their the way they perform. And I, I just see them the street profits getting they stole JBL's cowboy hat at a show on the on background, yeah. I believe it was. Yeah. Uh Steve Lombardi is uh <laughs> uh we'll just leave that there. Lee, that's Lee, of course. And yes, he yeah. is 
Um, he ain't going to watch this podcast or this live anyway, so I don't even give a shit. I'm on the board with him at his uh, training school. The guy can hardly move, and he's training wrestlers, guys. But, hey, nothing against the guy. He did what he needed to do in the WWF, WWE. Uh, great, great performer. He's not going to like this match, next match. Uh, let me catch up real quick. Hold on. We're going to High Intensity 8 in August to be Young Bucks final indie show. Okay, cool. Lee, Lee goes to a whole bunch of shows. Uh, Crime Time is the name of it. Lee says, good job, Lee. And he says, sweet props, blown away. All right, next match, Elvis. Go ahead. Uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. Now, the reason I'm going to like this next match is because Bliss got the right to challenge for the SmackDown Women's title after she beat Charlotte Flair and Carmella in a threat match. Who's Carmella? Never heard of her. (laughs) Just kidding, lady. We know Carmella is money. (laughs) Yep. Lee. Actually, I think that Carmella is going to be the one to beat Truth for that title. I don't throw that out there. We got no. I think Carmella is going to beat our Truth for the twenty-four title. You think so? Who is? I think so. Who? Carmella. Car- I think Carmella is going to beat him. You know what? Hey, that that would fall into storyline. That would fall into storyline. Great. And then Enzo is going to come out of nowhere. <laughs> Lee start jump over the barricade with Big Cass and start beating the hell out of the WWE and then go on a tirade on Facebook over it. <laughs> Speaking of tirades, did you see uh, Big Trash's promo on John Moxley? Yeah, he, yeah. He's sitting here talking about everything, and he's like looking like a bobblehead. Right. He's, his his head's just like bouncing all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. Lee, my Bluetooth is bleeping in my ear, telling me Amore. I'm dying. Hey, Lee bitch slapped Enzo Amore to have the right to call Carmella his boy. <laughs> All right, Mark Twist <laughs> hey. went down between Goldberg and Taker was poorly planned. Oh my God, it was the most horrible match ever. I know so many people are saying that don't get, give them props, give them props. No, that match should have happened 20 years ago. That match should have never happened. That. No, yeah. Anyway, it was poorly planned. It should have been uh, saved for Mania next year. No, hey, Mark, it, it sounds good and everything, but those guys are done, man. They need to hang it up. Get, I, I'm I'm strongly against these guys coming back out of retirement to wrestle. Strongly against it, especially when they leave in such a good way. Leave it alone. When wait, when Undertaker laid his coat down in the other ring, put his hat down there, and Roman said, "This is my yard now." That should have been it. That should have been it right there. And you know what? Roman might have got a better. I don't know. But anyway, let me finish this here. Uh, about both guys and backlash or backlash Goldberg has got. Uh, see, he's a Goldberg fan. I'm sorry, Mark. Uh, what about the complete sexiness in, in the in the Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans match? Say that one more time. And what about the complete? sexiness factor in the Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans match. <laughs> I mean, talk about a hotter match than Becky Lynch and Lacey Evans. Yeah. The only thing that would make that hotter would be to throw in Alexa Bliss. Yeah, yeah see, Elvis is showing, showing everybody 
that wrestling is a guy show. Not many women watch wrestling because guys watch it. So that's what we want to see. You're right. We don't give a shit who won. We want to see who had the best butt show. Anyway, let me catch up here. Alexa Bliss. Her dress, her dress on Raw made me want to stand up and salute. Proud to be an American. <laughs> All right, let me catch up here, Lee. We got Alexa Bliss 100% by Nikkei. Lee says, uh, whoa, what the heck? Oh, she needs another title run. I think he's trying to type in and uh, play whatever, and he's typing really weird stuff. She needs another title run. She's talking about Carmella, obviously. Drake uh, Maverick, just beat Truth for it. What? Drake Maverick just beat mm-hmm. Truth for the title. No kidding. Carmella's going to be the 24-7 champion. Hey, oh, oh, yeah, we're missing SmackDown right now. Wait, I'm Jeffrey Burton SmackDown. I've been seeing that Carmella thing, too. Yeah. Um... It's really watering I'm down. The next, What's that? The next match because it's Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Nobody cares about that match. Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. No, I really don't. I, I hope Drew wins. <laughs> That's about it. Um, I'm also I'm also skipping the Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin Universal Title match mm-hmm. because I, I I don't think cares about that. The only thing that anybody cares about is whether or not. Brock Lesnar is cashing that stupid money in the bank briefcase in. Does, that's what bothers me about winning that. He doesn't need a briefcase to get a title shot, man. He doesn't. He, he doesn't need the briefcase to get the title shot. If they gave it to him, it's the stupidest ploy ever. That briefcase should be for somebody that needs a push. Not somebody that's already on top. You know? That, hey, that briefcase would have been perfect in Elias' hands. Think about it. Like right. Elias. But great. Um, and the final match on the card is Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler steel cage match. Gonna lie, I'm a little excited for. Kofi's gonna win. I, I uh, think I, I'm pre- I'm pretty sure Kofi's gonna win. The only reason why I'm excited for it is I really see which Dolph we get. I want to see if we get the Dolph Ziggler from. The cash in money to make Dolph Ziggler, or if we get the that should be me. Yeah. Hey, did you see the post that I made on Jabber Jabber where it shows a, it has a picture on the top of Xavier Woods and Paige yeah. Yeah. hanging out next to each other? Yeah. And then on the bottom of it, Dolph Ziggler being going, it should have been me. It should have been me. Yeah, no, I don't think, uh, I think Dolph being the title shot, and getting the title shot is to pacify Dolph. Uh, he's been shot down so many times, and you know. Oh, I got, yes. I Completely to, underused, in my opinion. Completely what? underused, in my opinion. Who, underused? So much talent. But the thing is, he oversells too much. I think he makes the other, the guy he's wrestling, he makes that guy look so good by himself. He told Chris Van Vliet he actually gets in trouble during his promos because he yells too much. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Hey, we got a lot to catch up on Facebook. Are we done with all the matches? All the matches. We can, we can Facebook it now. So we'll just do, we'll run down to this Facebook thing and I'll wrap up the podcast. Uh, this was kind of fun, man. I, I liked it. Uh, we got lots it of interaction. Um, let's see. Here we go. Lacey Evans is going to be a star. It is not her time yet, but very soon she will be a great... Lee says, Lee, Lee, I am going to call Carmella 
and tell her that you have a crush on Lacey. Anyway. Oh, now, now, now. Lee, <laughs> don't make us go into a 2K19 match because, oh, yeah. you know, Lacey's my girl. Now, what, what, what would happen if Corbin walked out of there with that freaking title, dude? Oh, oh my God. God. That place. It would be like Sheamus having the title all over again. Uh, let's see. Seth and Corbin will probably be first again. It should. Nobody gives two Fs about that match. Hey, uh, uh, Lee, thanks for not swearing. Put two Fs. FF. Mark, bad book. Mark Dewitt says, bad booking in the Brock Money in the Bank. Yes, it was bad booking, man. No doubt about it. There's way too many people that could use that uh, Money in the Bank. Okay. The only reason it doesn't. You're kind of he's he's making you the anticipation. He's gonna. That's all it is. He's getting people to tune in. And I disagree with the fact that he even has a briefcase. Yeah. Like the fact that how he's utilizing it. Right, I, I see that. And you notice he came out with it the first time and didn't use it. So he's using that to make people view to see if he's going to use the damn thing. And that irritates me. Anyway, Kofi will win. Love to see Dolph back. Lee says Dolph is way too cartoony. Hey, you what? You know what, Dolph Diggler? You're going to see at this pay per view, Mickey. Anyway. Ah, <laughs> uh, last ass off. Mark, do it. Last time that we have. Dolph reminds me of Flair, the way he oversells his appointment. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. Woo! Dude, we didn't get enough of those today. We're going to oversell the hell out of anything. Yeah. Uh, Jake Sparrow. Yeah, but Flair did it in a way where you halfway believe it. Dolph is not good at all. <laughs> I bet you, Deborah. I see. Let me let me tell you what the flare flop. Yes. Double at all. Yeah. He yeah. What about flare in a face? And he would take like ten steps yeah, yeah. and then I, flop. I don't, know. I don't know. Anyway, almost as bad as the triple yeah, H yeah. Style. When he was like standing there for twenty minutes, and Sean thought he was gonna fall over mm-hmm. like ten times. I, I think I remember Rick Flair doing one where he stood there. Threw a couple errant punches and then fell face forward. Remember that? I don't remember. That. But anyway, I remember he gave himself a heart yeah, attack yep, on Nitro. Yep. And by the way, because he was like, el- he was too busy elbow dropping. Yeah. Toe- yep. Hey, all joking aside, good to hear that he's okay after a surgery. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm so blessed to hear that Ric Flair made it has made it right. through yet again. That is one tough old bird. He's the right reason there. that we're here talking. He's one of the main reasons that we're here talking about this. He set wrestling up and made it mainstream. Anyway. Absolutely. Hey, thanks to everybody that came in here. Mark, Michael, uh, Jay, and this guy, Lee. I don't know who the hell he is. He popped in. I don't know. Lee guy. Anyway. Hey, check us out. Dabber Jabber. Facebook. Oops, oh, wait. Facebook. Twitter. YouTube. Actually, we haven't done much on YouTube, but I heard there's a way we can take this Facebook Live video and put it on YouTube. Maybe I'll work on that tonight. I don't know. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But anyway, thanks, everybody. 
Hey, and you know what's another great site that you know what's another great site they should check uh, out? Teespring, uh, where you can get all of your Java Jabber stuff. Say it again. Teespring.com, where you can buy all of your official yeah. Jabber Jabber version. Sorry about that, guys. Elvis was cut, he's cutting out and uh, on this end, and it, what he said was, we need. So go check out teespring.com where you can get all kinds of job ever stuff. We have t-shirts. I think we have pillows, stickers, whatever. The best thing on there. Phone cases. Hey, who listens to job ever? This guy. We have a thumbs up t-shirt that says this guy. And I think it's bad as hell because I created it. Hey. <laughs> that is a cool shirt. If you don't have that shirt, you have to have it. Lee says good night. Mark Jewett says you guys are awesome. And you know what Tutu says? Don't tap out. Later. Hey guys, this is Elvis from Jobber Jabber, and I am here to remind you that if you want your official Jobber Jabber gear, check out teespring.com and go over there and hit up Porky's Boys. Just search under Porky's Boys and you will find all of the Jobber Jabber stuff. You can buy t-shirts. You can get yourself a hoodie. You can even get yourself a coffee mug. There is new stuff coming soon. We are redesigning everything and we want you to check it out. Don't forget. And right now, as a special added bonus, if you subscribe to this podcast, if you're listening and you subscribe to this podcast, send us a picture. Go ahead and direct message us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you want. You send us a direct message. Send us a picture showing that you subscribe to the the Jobber Jobber podcast, and we will send you a promo code for 15% off your order, guys. That's 15% off your entire order. So go check it out, teespring.com. Search under Porky's Boys. New stuff coming soon. And as always, share the podcast. Listen to the podcast. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Tell everybody. And thank you so much for subscribing. We love y'all.